Hello, everyone. Before we begin, I'd like to apologize. Today is the finale, and we made mention of there being a video. And we recorded it, but for some reason it was giving me major technical difficulties and kept crashing my computer as I tried to edit it. So maybe I'll get that figured out in the future. But for now, this audio episode is all we're going to have for the finale. So sorry if you're disappointed, but enjoy this because it's great either way. I was going to have you scream. It's the final countdown. Oh, oh sorry. I, I jumped in a little, uh, a little early there. It's a final countdown. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Region Unlocked. And as you heard in that beautiful intro, this is the final countdown of our top 10 games from the Season 3 generation that covered the Wii, the PS3, the Xbox 360. My name's Cameron. And hey there, I'm Jake. Jake, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, because this is, Cameron, I believe the third time we've done an awesome final countdown. So, if that's the case, was it really the final countdown? Oh, good point. Oof. All right, we need to re- philosophical re-record discussion. That. Yeah, it's some our other third time. countdown. <laughs> da, da, da. All right. <laughs> no, that was great. Great. Thank you. So today we're recording. It is May first and May second, two thousand twenty-two. Happy May Day, yesterday to you, Jake. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, well, it's morning time on May the second. I think that's one of the coolest parts of our podcast is we're recording it on different days. I'd say it's one of the many very cool parts of our podcast. Yes, that is very true. So what have you been up to on this golden week? Well, let's see. Uh, All kinds of things. First off, I've been going out and about in golden week. And let me tell you, because this is, for many Japanese people, one of the only, if not the only... um, vacation week for many companies uh it's kind of considered like a standard for most japanese companies to give this week off mm-hmm. and therefore everyone is out and i mean just about everyone and japan is a very very populated country so let me tell you it was almost stereotypically crowded outside in downtown tokyo just trying to get around and push past people literally so mm-hmm. That's been an experience for the ages, and the trains have been ridiculously crowded too. On top of that, so you're you're wedged in there like a sardine, and that's uh that's pretty standard too. If you ever go meep. on to meep 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 <laughs> yeah, just like in SpongeBob. <laughs> No, no. If you ever go on to YouTube and check out rush hour for Tokyo trains or just Japan trains in general, you will see some crazy stuff. And um, they have these things called, or people called white glove pushers. And in the early morning, when people are trying to go to work, or when there's like a big event that people are trying to get to, they have people literally come in, professionals push people into the train, like cram them in. Yeah, because I've seen that. That's yeah, that's so crazy. It is. I've only been in a situation like that once, 
but you have to get there early. You can't be at the back of the line because otherwise you're getting wedged in there and someone's probably filming you and you look ridiculous as someone's trying to <laughs> cram you into the train car. Um, so like you have to get to the front of the line. And what people will do is they will just like wait for the crowds to die down over the next few minutes because it usually lasts in little bursts. And then mm-hmm. they run into the train as soon as it <laughs> um, as soon as it stops. But it's been like that lately. Dang. Yeah. That's Golden Week in Japan. Crowd Central. It's fun yeah. stuff. I hope it's fun. Cool. What about you, Cameron? Any any good games or any good fun events that have been happening? Oh, I got lots of good stuff to talk about. First off, I found a Pokemon card on the ground outside today. Ooh. It was uh, a pseudo-Widow, or however you say <laughs> his name. Yeah. And that was just an exciting treat. It wasn't too ruined by the weather. And Ooh. it was probably my first Pokemon card that I've collected in 20 years. Wow, that's it, cool. It's, it's like the first one out of Gen 1 that I've ever had. <laughs> So, wow good start um, to the day pseudo wudu you know what i think his name is like pseudo as in like p-s-e-u-d-o wood there's, pseudo there's wood. no p but but like i think phonetically it's supposed to sound like that yeah like he's, a, so. he's a fake tree yes i think that's the the play on words there so you know if uh if a card if a pokemon card's not facing up you're not supposed to pick it up because it's bad luck it wasn't facing <laughs> oh shoot <laughs> just oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna you're, lose you're gonna my next to... Poke battle. Yep, the odds are not gonna be on your side. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> so, gaming wise, I played a little VR today. And did you know that they added the mercenaries into Resident Evil Four VR? Um, no, I didn't. So I gave that a try, and mercenaries has always stressed me out. I hate fighting the timer. But uh-huh. it's fun, just a, a good, you know, endless loop to to go back to. I need to learn the levels better, find where all the, the hourglasses are to add time. Okay. But, oh, it is a lot more stressful in VR. <laughs> wow, I can't but imagine. It feels good that they're adding stuff to this because, you know, if now that Mercenaries is in it, hopefully they're working on putting in Assignment Ada and things like that so you can unlock the typewriter as you play through it again. Okay. But... It's been a while since I'd played that, and I just, I forgot how good that game looks. Mm-hmm. Like, it is super immersive just because it is one of the best-looking games on the Oculus, and that's really cool. That's so awesome. You know, I think for some of the console versions, if you got perfect scores on all those Mercenaries levels, you would unlock the laser gun. I wonder if that, that carried over. No, the laser gun's from beating it on Professional. Um Oh, I think you're okay. you're thinking the hand cannon, hand like cannon, the, the Maybe super that was magnum. It. Yes, still very powerful and awesome once you max everything out. Yeah, but in other gaming news, this weekend Nintendo Switch Sports came out, and Ooh. I grabbed that, played it with some friends, and let me give you my quick review and Nintendo rant. So <laughs> I was super excited for this because you know Wii Sports iconic and this is more or less the same it's very pretty it looks good i like all the the levels you play in all the courts and and bowling alleys are very pretty like there's a lot going on there Hmm. and they play 
more or less the same. They've actually changed bowling to where it's not releasing the trigger to release the ball. You just hold the trigger the whole time. And I wonder if that's because the release of the trigger was kind of making people release the whole Wiimote to throw it. And so they're trying to fix that. Hmm. But other than that, it's fun to play. It's only 40 bucks on uh, the eShop. Okay. But here's my, my beef with Nintendo here. Two main things. First off, Joy-Cons separated from the Switch mm-hmm. are garbage. Mm-hmm. And I've struggled with this through other games like Super Mario Party, where you have to play with Joy-Cons. They just have terrible connectivity where like my left one will stay connected all the time, no problem. But then my right one will drop all the time. Can Hmm. just always disconnect. And that doesn't work very well when you're in the middle of a, you know, very Twitch based sport game (laughs) where you need good connection. And so because of that, it would lag on certain swings for example playing badminton i kept losing points because i would swing it and just my guy wouldn't swing hmm. it's crazy how much better the wiimote was for this stuff than the joy cons they shouldn't have such connectivity issues in 2022 hmm. so hopefully their next iteration of the switch gets that sorted out but it's really frustrating wow that kind of stinks yeah, and because of that, it was throwing my games off. I mean, not just in badminton, but like one game I was playing bowling and I got in the groove. I found out exactly how to swing my arm, exactly where to stand and bowled seven strikes in one game. Got like my, my best score ever. Did the exact same thing the next game. Couldn't bowl a single strike. It's just like, what is what has changed? What's going on here? Like, I figured out a technique and it's it stops me. <laughs> there was a mini update <laughs> yes. between games. And then uh, my last beef with it is the characters you have to play with and customize by default have very little customization. And hmm. you have to play online to unlock this stuff. And I don't get that. Like, sure, the online's fun. It, it works well enough. But why can't I just unlock it through anything? There's no advantage, you know, to unlocking items or, you know, clothes because what Nintendo, you think I'm going to set up a computer player and be like, Oh, look at all these clothes I'm unlocking by just destroying this computer player over and over again. Hmm. Like that game is meant to be played in person with friends. Hmm. Online should not be the priority. Wow. I just, it's silly. <laughs> like, why why can't I unlock stuff when playing with friends? Mamma mia. Mamma mia, indeed. <laughs> Nintendo, you just, I just, I was thinking about this. When they are planning out games, do they not have a big old brainstorming session where people throw out ideas or say like, mm, I don't know if that's the best idea? Or do they just have one person come up with everything and they go, yep, that's fine. <laughs> hey, let's let's only unlock stuff online, even though it has no impact on the gameplay whatsoever. Well, what if they sit offline and just cheese the computer player and unlock everything? Hmm. Yeah, that'd be real bad. Can't let them do that. <laughs> well, gaming culture has really changed, hasn't it? <laughs> and lastly, don't play this when you're 31 because 
stupid, simple movement in your living room and your whole arm's going to be sore the next day. Oof. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I'm already trying to deal with, with VR in general. I know. <laughs> it keeps you active. <laughs> you, have, you need to do some working out before you go over to switch sports if you haven't moved in a while. Noted. For everyone 31 and older. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I will keep that in mind next time I buy a Switch game. I uh, have been playing two new games, actually. Oh, yeah? Other than Horizon. Which, I think, last time I did mention, I beat Horizon. So good. Really recommend it. But, I platinumed a new game that I downloaded, an indie game called Road 96. Oh, yeah? That I really wasn't expecting much out of, but like most indie games, it's... It, it was actually really good, and it really plays on your emotions. Uh, it's fun because it's uh, kind of like a big road trip, and it's procedurally based, or it's um, procedurally generated so that mm-hmm. every encounter, every trip is different from each time you play it. So there's a, a narrative that plays, like a set narrative, but the way you get to the end changes every single time. So huh. there's, I think, like 500,000 different... Uh, uh, possible ways that you can go about this road trip. So, wow, it's got a really cool, a really good soundtrack actually. Um, that was made for the game. So, I've been playing that, and that was really fun. So, Road ninety six, good road indie 96. game. What's the visual style like? Uh, it's kind of like cel shaded three D. Okay, and. If it's a narrative, what what is the gameplay? What are you controlling? Uh, you're controlling a different person every single time. So the it's kind of like a polit- it's it the, the basis is like a political uprising. So you can like choose to side with certain people, or you know y- you talk politics with people on your way. You can hitchhike, take a bus, take a taxi, make money to get your way. But um, basically, uh, the the premise is all these teens are crossing the border to get away from this political regime. So like every single trip is different. You start from a different place and you have to cross the border a different way. Huh? Kind of a cool game. Yeah. I'm looking at some gameplay. Oh, this, this looks very different than what I was picturing. Okay. Huh? Yeah. This does look cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Check it out sometime. I will have to do that. Came out, I think just last year. Well, there you go. There's what gaming whatnots we've been up to. Let's get in to our top 10 games of this generation. It's the final So Jake and I are going to be counting down our top 10 games from the Wii PS3 360 era. The Wii PS3 360 era. Some might call it the PS Wii 60. PS Wii 60. Combine them all together. Um, nice. So if you've listened to some of our top 10 countdowns before, here's how we're going to start it out. Jake is going to give me everything he's got on his list. I will add to it anything that I think should be on the list. That's going to put us above 10. We will then whittle it down to 10 and then start getting the the order set from there, essentially. So with that, let's get into it. Jake, what games do you have written down at the moment? 
Alrighty, so my very epic list of 10 games. We have Resident Evil. Hold on, let's specify the game. Okay, uh, well... In this about, case, it's only Resident Evil 5. Uh, 4 and 5. Uh, we 4's on our GameCube list. I'm not counting it here. Okay, alright, that's that's fair. <laughs> Even though I did play most of it on the Wii, but you're right, I it know. was a GameCube game. Uh, next one is Mass Effect. Okay. Next one after that, we've got The Legend of Zelda. And I'm talking uh, specifically about Twilight Princess. Okay. And it would be higher on my list, but I never truly finished the game. <laughs> True. <laughs> so the next one is Super Smash Brothers. Oh, uh, that would be Brawl? Yeah, Brawl. Okay. Because that would be the correct era, I think. And then we've got Assassin's Creed. And there's a whole bunch there. Do you yeah, have a specific so, one? Yeah, I've got two and Black Flag. Two and Black Flag. Okay, all right. Uh, I, I will echo Black Flag. I played uh -huh. a lot of that one. And two as well. Okay. And one. But and one? Yeah. Write it down. Let's focus mostly on two and Black Flag. Cause, all right, then I'm crossing one off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cross one off. Uh, next one is Halo. Specify specify i'm gonna say reach and four. Oh, and four okay yeah after that we've got portal okay two yeah definitely portal yeah two. <laughs> after that the elder scrolls and i'm gonna say skyrim okay the last of us mm -hmm. and number one bioshock okay so I will add a few more to this list. And listeners, one thing I did forget to specify, some games that you really would think should be on this list will not be on this list because we haven't both played them. And that is one of the constraints here is it has to be something we both played, you know, so probably most likely something you've heard an episode about. So, <laughs> Jake, let's see. Uh, I've got, you, you got to write these down too, all right? Sure thing. All right. We Sports. <laughs> I was thinking about putting that on the list. <laughs> Halo 3. And then I know you said Bioshock, but I'm going to add Bioshock Infinite. Okay. And then here's one you probably didn't think of. Castle Crashers. Oh. And then lastly, Rock Band. All right. Cool. So I believe at the moment that puts us at 17. Okay. So we need to... <laughs> cut seven off of this list before we can put them in order. Okay. So I'll go ahead and, and go first and cut one of my own and cut castle crashers off. Even though okay. that game is great. It's yeah. It's just not, uh, I don't know. It's just not as big as, as the rest here. That's true. More of a casual game. I don't think we had a truly emotional response to this game other than, right. Hey, let's play it together and have a fun time. Yeah, I'll go ahead and cross that one off the list. We might have to cut Rock Band as well. Yeah, I knew that was there. <laughs> I just yeah, that game was great, <laughs> and I spent a lot of time on that in high school. I mean, yeah, bringing you did. bringing drums into Guitar Hero, I never thought it would be possible. But I remember when Guitar Hero came out, we're like, "Wow, what if they had like a full band game? That'd be sweet!" And then they actually did it. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, fun stuff. I remember playing that as well. 
by the time Rock Band came out, I had already, I think, switched on from that genre. Yeah. I played a little bit of it, but I was more into the Guitar Hero, sort of the initial stage. Yeah. Good stuff, though. So for my cut here, I'm going to say, well, I didn't play Skyrim, so I don't think that can be on our list. That's true. You didn't, did you? So bye, Skyrim. All right. First row down. Oh, there it goes. So let's look at this list here. Okay, okay. How about we cut Super Smash Brothers? Yeah, I agree with that. I have played Brawl, but I didn't. Uh, I never really owned it or played it with much fervor. <laughs> Subspace emissary. That's uh, that's the emotional value there. Yeah. All right. So a problem with this generation is it really was the beginning of a lot of franchises to where we've got a bunch of good entries. Yeah. And I don't want to take up the list with too many from one entry. Mm-hmm. So we've got three Halos on here. Yeah. Three, four, and Reach. Reach has to stay. Yes, agreed. So why did you prefer Halo 4 over Halo 3? Since that's mm. the one you put on your list. Personally, it was because I actually devoted time to sit down and really delve into the story of Halo 4. Halo 3, I never really did that with. And I don't know why, but I just enjoyed Halo 4 more. I thought Halo 3 was good, but it just didn't have the same emotional impact on me, I guess. Yeah, it's tough because story-wise, Halo 4 takes it. But I spent so much more time in multiplayer and Forge in Halo 3. Mm. Okay. Like, the gameplay's better in Halo 3, but the story's so? better in 4. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. <sighs> You know what? Mm. I'll, I'll come back to it. Uh, I think we'd, let's just go ahead and get rid of The Last of Us. That game sucks. Uh, okay, I'll just <laughs> I'll just cut this off and I'll uh, I'll just, just shut this episode. camera off. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, this is tough. So that's okay. I, one of these Halos has to go. To, I'll, I'll compromise a bit. Although I think Halo Three deserves to be on this list, I'm gonna cut Halo Three. Okay. Oh, man, that hurts to do. We can still have some honorable mentions at the end. All right. Well, it's I'm honorably mentioning it now. Okay. But that's fair. We just didn't quite have the same experience, and I'll, I'll lean towards your experience with how good that story was. Okay. Okay. Sounds, sounds awesome. Thank you. Need to cut two more off. All right. Let's cut. Okay, so... I was thinking about putting on Wii Sports earlier, but I didn't. Right. How, how do you feel about cutting Wii Sports? I figured it would probably go, but okay. man, it's just tough because there's not a lot of Wii representation here. That's true. But I only owned like four Wii games, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, in the Wii games that I owned, I didn't really get super into. In the ones that I did get into, you didn't play. Right. So, I mean, that's just... But Jake, just listen to this theme music. How could you cut this? <laughs> it's, You're right. It's iconic. It is. It's pretty good. <laughs> and that, that's the first Wii game many of us played, right? 
And to go back to uh, to Switch Sports, the music is good, and it does have a few kind of like derivatives of Wii Sports music, but nothing quite as catchy. <laughs> yes, but, nothing is memeable. Exactly. So with Wii Sports, I mainly only played boxing and golf. Everything else, I didn't really care much for. That's funny. I did not play those at all. <laughs> I like golf because it changed the scenery. Like, I got tired of looking at the same, like, surrounding most of the time. Yeah, that game was visually uninteresting. That but hey, was. it was a pack-in. All right. <laughs> There's our, our honorable mention for Wii Sports. Goodbye. You're leaving our list. Bye. Okay. So, we need to cut one more. Okay. And... Right now we've got three sets of two on here. We've got Reach and Halo 4. Yeah. Assassin's Creed 2 and 4. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite. Okay. So one of those needs to go. Okay. Uh, or. Okay. Assassin. Let's look at the two Assassin's Creed games. Okay. Is there any one that speaks to you more? Because I personally huh. thought they're, both they're of so these unique were... from each other. They are. They were both really good. I love like the open world feel of Assassin's Creed Black Flag, but Assassin's Creed Two kind of like delves you into this whole universe that makes it so memorable. And it was just such a good step up from one. Okay, well, uh, let me ask you this then: mm-hmm. Do you think Resident Evil Five should be in the top ten? Hmm, it's a good question. <laughs> yeah. So, mm, no. How about no? <laughs> okay. Let's just go with that. Okay. <laughs> it does pain me, but Resident Evil 5 has been pruned, leaving our list now, our final 10 to put in order. Okay. Twilight Princess, Portal 2, Halo Reach, Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, The Last of Us, Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite, Mass Effect, and Halo 4. Alrighty, let's uh, let's start to put this in an order that makes a lot of sense here. Although it, if it's on the list in general, then it's good, and oh, yeah. that right there should mean enough. Yeah. So, how about we start with the end of the list? Like, yeah. figure out what's at the bottom. How do you feel about Halo Four being on the bottom for now? I am fine with that. Okay. All right. Oh, man. These are some really good games here. Yeah, they are. I'm feeling like number nine should be one of the creeds. Okay. I'm going to say Assassin's Creed 2 for number nine. That game is obviously incredible and improved on the first one leaps and bounds. Mm -hmm. And flying assassinations it's it's so much better but it didn't grip me as much as the rest here and (laughs) i know making these top 10 lists is always tough because you feel like you're make anything you say is a betrayal to how you feel about this game (laughs) but they're they're your top 10 they're gonna be incredible either way so how do you feel about two being number nine uh i i think that that works assassin's creed 2 being number nine okay yeah, it's a great game, but since it's come out, 
Other things have been built upon and developed better, so its legacy shall be heard with being on the list in general. Yep. All right, what do you suggest comes next? Next we have Legend of Zelda. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I agree with that, but only because it's been so long since I've played that game. Okay. Even when I started replaying it for that episode with AJ, I'm I only played through the second dungeon. Yeah. And ugh. yeah, again, it hurts to say, but I'm gonna agree with you. Let's make that number eight. Twilight okay. Princess. Cool. Okay. Recommendations for number seven. Alright. I'm going to say Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Alrighty. And that is only because all of the last ones here could be an argument for my number one, honestly. (laughs) So what you're saying is the real discussion is going to come here in the next few minutes. Yeah, it's going to be tricky (laughs) here. Are you fine with Black Flag? Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. Let's get that out of the way so we can start doing some deep diving. No pun intended, but I'm taking it. (laughs) Yeah, that game was wonderful. It's, it's the best pirate game ever made. I mean, yes. I guess I haven't played uh, Sea of Thieves. I know that game's pretty good. <laughs> but it was the Pirates of the Caribbean video game that we never got. Or maybe they did make one and it was just garbage. I don't know. They did. But, All those movie oh, tie-ins. They? They, they were terrible. Like, <laughs> But you're right. That came out around, around that era, didn't it? When that was still yeah. big. And... I'd say of all the ship-based Assassin's Creed games, the only one that comes close to the to the goodness of uh, Black Flag was Odyssey, which oh, yeah. they did really good with the Greek ship battles, just in a different way. Yeah. Who, who knew that the open ocean ship battle stuff would be so fun, but it really was. Yeah, you're right. Because you spend a lot of time out on the water in that game. And it's relaxing, too. Like, it's exciting and nerve-wracking when you want it to be and it's relaxing when you want it to be as well yeah just kind of chill Alrighty, so very good well let's talk about the rest of these games which are all very very good i have one in mind but it's it's your suggestion <laughs> okay because i've not finished all of it as a series how about mass effect oh my gosh (laughs) i know it's hard to hear but i'm willing to compromise with you because you compromise with me so it's it's okay (laughs) (laughs) so mass effect like yes you've only played the first one and then somehow stopped in the second one i don't understand how that's even possible because the second (laughs) one is incredible it's good it's big (laughs) And I'm definitely looking at it as the, the franchise as a whole. You're, you're only looking at the first one. I need to play through it again. But, oh man, just the sci-fi of it all is so gripping. And the music and the relationships. Yes, again, it, it does improve in the others. So here's, here is my ask of compromise. Instead of putting that there... Let's bump it up one more spot. Hmm. So instead of putting it into six, let's put it in five. Okay. And for six, I'm thinking Halo Reach. And that is because really what stands out to me in Reach is multiplayer. 
Okay. I know we talked about how much you loved the story and how emotional it is, but honestly, I never really connected with the story that much. Okay. Because, I don't know, just because you're just kind of a camera watching these five other Spartans. You're not really part of the team. Yeah. There's not really a relationship there. But, I don't know, what what do you think? Are you okay with that swap? Yeah, I'm okay with that swap. I think that's fair. Again, this is the top 10, and the fact that it's on the list means it's an incredible game. So, all right, yeah, we can do that. All right, so to give us a little recap here, we've got Halo 4 at number 10, then Assassin's Creed 2, Twilight Princess, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, Halo Reach, and then Mass Effect. So that only gives us three more to go. And they are doozies. Yeah. What do you suggest for number four? Uh, for number four... I think the big question here is, which is the better Bioshock? Yeah. Which one is the better one? You can look at that from different uh, perspectives for sure. So many different perspectives. Infinite <laughs> improved very heavily on the gameplay mechanics that Bioshock definitely had not developed yet but yeah. on the same token a lot of people considered infinite to be unfinished in a way like it didn't uh like it wasn't it didn't measure up to scale when it was finally released after all the hype that's true bioshock you've got like just the sheer legacy of the incredible story and similarly to the you know it's kind of like the last of us you know it's it's mostly about the story yeah the way I see it is Infinite is incredible. Absolutely. And when those credits rolled, just draw on the floor. Mm-hmm. Because I was looking for the twist, looking for the twist. Oh my gosh, I did not see that twist. And then so much research and reading to like fully understand and appreciate that story for what it was. Because it's just crazy that anyone wrote that. Like how crazy that story is and then how ultimately interwoven it is with the first Bioshock but gameplay wise is actually pretty Call of Duty-ish and <laughs> not as explorative as Bioshock 1 and I just see Bioshock 1 is so replayable and that story can't be topped mm-hmm. it, it's just shocking Bioshocking how good that is so i'm I'm leaning that uh, bioshock one is the better bioshock but that doesn't mean that those are the next two on the list so uh, yeah what what do you think i would say everything that you just said was on my mind as well okay um so you think they should be four and three in that order or do you think uh let's let's put infinite on the board for four Okay. And then have a good discussion about the next three. So, would you kindly put it on full? <laughs> done. Now, now you have to. <laughs> I just said done. I did it. <laughs> yes. All right. The final three with only Portal 2, The Last of Us, and Bioshock 1 left. Ooh. Honestly, these are all number ones. Yes, they are number ones. And if I had my way, they would each be number one honorarily because of the amazing story that each of them has. 
uh-huh. and the sheer amazement of everything inside them, like the <laughs> well gameplay, said. the everything. Yeah, I know. So so specific. Yeah. Okay. All right. T- time to get real here. We've each played the heck out of these games. I, I would not say I've played the heck out of them. There's one well, I've only played once. <laughs> We've each played these games enough to appreciate why they're on this part of the list. Sure. Just know whatever you're about to say, I'm going to argue it. I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Portal 2, The Last of Us, and Bioshock should be number one. <laughs> no, can, can, you need to make you, a decision. <laughs> okay, fine. You, you saw an <laughs> argument with that. I was going to trick you. <laughs> uh, okay. This is tough. It really is. Even... I, I'm playing it over and over in my head. I can't figure out what the order is. Ultimately, we will have to make a decision. But even after we make a decision, we might disagree with it. All right. Well, here's what I want to say right now. I don't know what this order is. But I know that you're going to give number one to The Last of Us, and I disagree. I figured you would. <laughs> <laughs> And, and so my thought for that game is, yes, incredible story. But yeah. gameplay-wise, it's just Resident Evil 4. It's it's nothing groundbreaking. <laughs> and I only played it once. That's the thing. I, I know you've played it a lot, so you've got it a lot more fresh running through your head. Yeah. But I hold Portal 2 and Bioshock... I think either of them are better. Yeah. I, I knew that that was what you were thinking for <laughs> sure. I, I know that you want to give portal Two, you know, give portal Two the number one spot. And I, well, I don't understand know. that. <laughs> I mean, yes, portal two is perfect. It is a perfect game. Yes. No flaws, but it's pretty good. Oh man. I, I don't know if that's what I want as my number one. <laughs> I don't know. We need to make a decision. Well, okay, so here, here's the thing. Okay. When I made this list and I was arguing with my own self, I was also trying to keep into account what we both had experiences with. Yeah. And, like, this, this is technically our list, right? Yes. And you've only played The Last of Us once. I've only played Portal 2 a couple times. I played mostly... Um, multiplayer with that game but i still appreciate how good it is both of us have played bioshock many many times yeah so i tentatively had bioshock as number one on my initial list oh did you yes Hmm. what do you think about that well we're getting a little ahead of ourselves but if i don't need to argue against the last of us with you then i'm fine so (laughs) okay (laughs) that just shortened things huh (laughs) all right so to get ahead of ourselves we're going to go ahead and give the number one to bioshock yay bioshock yay honestly it's the big daddy of the list (laughs) it's the big daddy i didn't know if that would how how well that would do on this list I, i hadn't actually planned on it to be number one but based off of these games and comparisons i i do agree with that so, what's our three and two? All right. You know what? Do it. Do I just... I mean, that's a compromise for you to not be Last of Us. So, should we just make that number two? I'm okay with that. We could. 
but I'm willing to compromise Portal 2 as number two as well because we what? both Why? played a lot of that together. Like, that was a game that we've played together a lot. And The yeah. Last of Us, we didn't... Well, I mean, we've got, like, different experiences with it. So, because of that, I mean... Yeah, we played a lot of that game together, Portal 2. Yeah, we have. Okay, then. I did not uh, expect it to go that way. Hmm. Well, because are you even cool with I'm conflicted I'm conflicted on that too just cuz yeah, The Last of Us is incredible. Yeah. And <sighs> per- personally it holds, you know, the highest of the high in my heart, but again, this is our list. And it's still <laughs> on the list, you know? Yeah. Okay. So with that, our top 10 games of the PS Wii 60 generation are as follows. Number 10, Halo 4. Number 9, Assassin's Creed 2. Number 8, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Number 7, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Number 6, Halo Reach. Number 5, Mass Effect. Number 4, Bioshock Infinite. Number 3, The Last of Us. Number 2, Portal 2. And number 1, Bioshock. Bioshock! That's nice. That's a good list. I think listeners and viewers are going to mentally argue with that top three. And maybe there's... Obviously, there's some stuff that is missing from this list because we didn't play them or we didn't both play them. Like, I think Skyrim should probably be on it. Something from Gears of War. (laughs) It's a shame we didn't get to talk about that. And then a, a huge franchise that neither of us have played, but people loved, is the Uncharted series. Oh. Yeah, Uncharted's yeah. big. I mean, and there's even, uh, like, God of War 3 was on PS3, but hmm. only yeah. the new God of War is the only one I've ever played. Okay. This list went, like, way smoother than our previous lists. That was a, <laughs> that was a good list. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> so, uh, that's it, guys. That is the end of season three after 40 episodes three video episodes a very long and wonderful run talking about this generation what are your your final thoughts jake it's really amazing how much you remember when you recollect your your experiences from some of these games and on top of that it doesn't always match up with your current thoughts about them like when you do some archaeology in the back of your head and you remember what it was like to play a certain game and you think about how you feel about it now, it's not always the same, but it's no. not always a bad thing. And I've really enjoyed the conversations we've had about that. And especially because this ser- or this uh, generation that we just talked about was not that long ago in my head. <laughs> right. But it kind of was at the same time when you realize how many years have passed. Yeah. So... Uh, I think it's been really cool to recollect, as usual. (laughs) Agreed. So, moving forward, I know we discussed this a bit last episode, but we're going to be taking a break. And we haven't decided how long that's going to be. We're going to take a few weeks of just not recording. And then we'll start, uh, you know, building up a bank of new episodes to fall back on. And then... 
Who knows? I don't know what that timeline's going to be. But if you are a patron, remember, we will pause that payment for you, so you don't need to worry about that. Unless you'd like to just keep giving us money, we're fine with that, too. And let's see, what else? Next season, the topics are much more broad. We're going to go a bit more retro. We're going to talk about some modern stuff as well. We're going to be all over the place, and we'll take your suggestions as well. But it's going to be great. It's going to be one of our better seasons, which is tough to say because you know what? They're all perfect, just like Portal 2, which is a perfect game. Yeah, totally agreed. I guess I should have said Bioshock since we gave that number one, but... (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) They're, They're all perfect because they're on the list. That they are. I'm happy with the list, and I'm set for a while. So it's been a great season, Cameron. It has been a great season. So thank you, everyone, for listening for so long, for 86 episodes. We love you. We appreciate you. This has been incredible. And Jake, it has been a pleasure getting to talk to you every week. Likewise, Cameron. Always about video games and nerdy stuff. Heck yeah. So let's get out of here. My name's Cameron. And I'm Jake. And have a bio-shockingly good week. I mean, that's all the sound of that. Somewhere on the sea Somewhere waiting for me My lover stands on golden sand And watches the ships that go sailing Somewhere on the sea I could fly like birds on high, then straight to her arms.